I am all for paying to market to new customers, but I'll never be able to wrap my mind around paying for our own diners. Why should we have to pay cover fees? It's like getting penalized for being busy. That's why I'm a huge fan of Yelp Guest Manager. It's a reservation and waitlist system connected to a diner network nine times larger than Open Table, and they never charge cover fees. Learn about their new $99 per month plan for newly opened restaurants at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash podcast or call 877-571-9357 and tell them full comp sent you. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with industry expert Sean DeVries, we're unpacking the tactics, tools, and strategies used by million-dollar marketing agencies to improve your restaurant. Join us today to get an actionable tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today we're talking about the right size of space for your next concept. I think there's a ton to unpack here. (laughs) Are you thinking big or are you thinking small? Tell me everything. I love small concepts and small menus, Josh. I love to really pair back and specialize in things when we're talking about brand concepts and then also spaces. I think before the pandemic, like venues here in Australia, I'm sure you were experiencing it in the US as well. We're just getting bigger and bigger, right? Just to accommodate more volume and enhanced guest experience but now we've realized because of the last three years like maybe we don't need a space that big inside our venues to create that experience all the time like maybe a i'll talk in square meters here but maybe a 300 square meter site isn't a smart concept play anymore right like not only is it a lot to actually service by way of guests but like how do you create a consistent experience so now that we have such a challenge getting the staff that we need to actually fill it with humans, even if you put tech into those different venues, like it's it's still incredibly hard to service that. So I'm very much of the belief that venues need to do smaller concepts and try to do smaller footprints and more units rather than do bigger concepts and do a lesser amount of units across the countries that they generate money in. And I think that that speaks directly to risk, right? The smaller the venue, typically the cheaper the lease. Mm. We'll bring up my fine dining restaurant again. 6,000 square feet across two stories. It took two years, two years to grow revenues to the point where the lease rate that we had been paying from day one actually made sense. Mm. Yeah. Which is devastating to say. Yeah. And I mean, would you just do another two-level venue again? Like, how hard is it to run a two-level venue? No, it, of course I would. My God, but I got to tell you, I was in great shape. Um, <laughs> Going up and downstairs, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Here's what I'll say. This is what I've learned, I guess, coming out of the pandemic, is that if you're rocking multiple revenue streams, you don't really need a lot of space. Mm. And I think that the future of most restaurants is going to be next level hospitality and very small dining rooms with a very large back of house that's built for manufacturing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as people do more verticals in hospitality, and we're seeing that with retail products, we're seeing that to, with to-go, catering options, all that kind of stuff. And people doing sub brands, doing bigger groups and different delivery concepts. Like it's so interesting to see that. So I love your point there. Like The bigger the kitchen concept, that's where I would spend the money right now, but making sure you can continue to have a really personalized, exciting guest experience. And that goes from fine dining restaurants to QSR restaurants to even bakeries and cafe concepts, right? Like they all rely 
on a positive experience every time. And the bigger the venue that you do from what I see and what I consult on, the tougher it is to do that. And now we're dealing in a market which is so hard to get the human capital in these venues. Like it's so much more of a risk than it used to be five years ago. And the last point I'll bring up is the common currency in this industry, which is busy. It's the only reputation worth having. In a 6,000 square foot, two-story venue, it's hard to stay busy constantly. It requires a lot of humans to run it, and it requires a lot of humans to patronize it in order to be busy perpetually. I owned a 900-square-foot bar on Hollywood Boulevard that was packed from the day we opened to the day we sold it 11 years later. Every single day it was busy. And it's because we didn't have a lot of space, Mm. and there was high demand. And even when there was low demand in the middle of the winter, we were still full. Because again, we had the right size for the market. And we were able to scale that out again and again and again. I would have never built that bar bigger than I did because the intimacy that we were able to create and the consistency with which we were busy gave us a sterling reputation. Yeah. So it's like stress on two levels, right? You're either stressed because you need to get more patrons in because you've got a double a double story venue that's huge and you need a marketing spend and you need to make money because you've got massive overheads. Or you're stressed because you've got a smaller venue and you need to accommodate the people who are coming in because they're lined up outside. Like, I know what stress I'd rather have. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's the most important thing. For sure. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.